Hello, everybody. Welcome to Episode 8 of Granite Town Media's Inside Milford, a podcast spotlighting the people who make our local government run. My name is Tim Finan, and I will be your host for today's episode. Today, we are going to bring you Part 2 of my conversation with Wade Campbell. On this episode, we discuss his duties as administrator for the Milford Residence Facebook page, as well as some of the other activities that he does here in town. So without further ado, I bring you part two of Wade Campbell. Okay, so let's jump into, into Facebook. Um, can you talk a little bit about how in, uh, how in the world did you get involved in that? And and if I, I remember right, that that page was there before you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so you talk yeah. about talk about the page and and the residence page and how you got involved in it. Um, so basically, I was the I be honest with you, I had no interest in social media up until probably four years ago not even that i mean i didn't even uh, social media to me was just like eh. but i played a lot of video games Mm -hmm. so i spent a lot of time in what um for those they're nerds at home um and you know massive multiplayer online games where there'd be a couple thousand people in, in, in a game at a time so i you know that was my social life was pretty much playing video games the whole time and so the only reason why I got, I don't even know why I got into Facebook. I have no idea. I think it's <laughs> none be, of us do. <laughs> yeah. I, I have no, I, I can't even remember what the actual reason was and why I think it's, I might've been because I had a few people I was trying to, I was like looking up from high school, maybe. Uh, I don't even, I can't even tell you how long I've been on in Facebook as when I even created the account. I think it's gotta be close to, what year is it? It's 2019. It might have been. It maybe have been 10 years. I only used Facebook for like groups. I mean, just the car groups, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much all I reason why I got into it. But uh, because back then, before Facebook really took off, you had uh, forums, which right. were which were fairly big. You could be anonymous. You know, you could post anonymously. Blah blah. So you had a lot of traffic. So I was on a lot of car groups. And Facebook actually wasn't even used for the, those types of groups weren't even around. As, I mean, they were, but they weren't as big because obviously the, uh, a lot of the, the websites were still had a major foothold on you know, social, you know, socialization for those types of specific groups. But anyways, uh, fast forward, probably about four years ago, I started floating around on Facebook and using the you know regular groups and car groups and and uh, special interest groups and stuff like that and I googled up or not googled but I uh, searched in the little Facebook search engine they had at the time to see what would if Milford had a group mm-hmm. and I think there was two groups at the time and I joined one of them which was uh, the Milford residence group and you know I it, it was a great group. There was a lot of people. There was only about 2,000 people at the time. And back then, there was really hard to keep people, you know, filtering out because people could just join the group. I think it was a, uh, it was an open group at one point before it was closed. So it was an open group so everybody could join. So you had a bunch of those, what they call bots, mm-hmm. which you had a bunch of bots from outside of uh, the United States. So I was like the typical troll. And uh, I'd go on there and just, you know, cause hate and discord discontent um just to get a rise out of people and and it worked and it worked <laughs> um i wasn't overly popular 
probably still not overly popular. It is what it is. I mean, it, some people are funny like that. I get it. I guess it's probably why it makes – I know what to expect. It probably makes a, a decent admin, I guess, because I know – I can anticipate the trolls. Mm-hmm. I, I know how things work. I've been doing it long enough. Um, so I became an admin uh, for the group probably – I think this is my third year. Yeah, so September. Uh, and how did that come to be? Were you asked to be the admin? I was uh, – I created another group at that time, uh, Milford Citizens, because it, it was going to be like a, a, a group where uh, – an offshoot for people because they, were, they weren't happy that there was – was, there was a lot of jerks and trolls and stuff like that. So I made another group called Milford Citizens Group for kind of like a – with a in the video game world, it's like vanilla. It's like a, it's a light beta type group. So I just kind of put it out there just to see if anybody would be interested in joining. So then uh, I was talking about it, and then the admin on that group at the time put me in as a uh, as an admin with some other people. Mm-hmm. And those other people at that time, uh, something happened. It's drama and, and social stuff, and so I was pretty much uh, left standing, so to speak. And from there, it just kind of snowballed to something that's – I went from watching part-time and working with it to creating a group that's pretty diverse. I mean, there is a lot of different discussions on it. We try to keep it as level. I so it's hard legit and level as we can. So, so um, what does being an admin? Let's let's get to the basics. What does being an admin mean? Does a group need have to have an admin, or you just like a babysitter? I mean, do you? No, it's you have to uh, actually. It's closed group, so if somebody wants to join, you yeah, we have to you know approve it. Yeah, we check them out. We do look. You know, we we let people. um, I try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Uh, when we're adding people to the group, uh, you know, if you have friends in there already, it's it's a it's a good idea that you you know you have friends or whatever. So if you interest, we we allow people that have interest in Milford itself. It's good for everybody because mm-hmm. if there's other people that are outside of town that may offer something to the group, you know, we usually add them or we possibly so you, add them. So you don't try to restrict it to Milford residents. No, no, even though that's the name. <laughs> it, yeah, it's Milford residents, but we we try because it's it, overall, I mean, it's kind of morphed into something bigger. Mm-hmm. And we still keep the value of, you know, we try to keep it so everybody has, you know, a discussion and has something to say within reason. If you're going to get on there just to throw memes up and stuff like that just to to cause problems it's a pretty good chance it's not going to last, right? you know, and then I'll get, then I'll be forced to take action, uh, which I don't like to do as much as people think that I sit there and go, bah, ha, ha, I'm deleting <laughs> this post. It's not like that. Cause every time I delete something um, or uh, one of the admins delete something, then it's, it turns into, I'm going to get a message. Yeah. And I get a message from whoever I, you know, so if you delete someone's post, they get notified that you post. They you no, they it, it doesn't. I can set that up to do so, and I have, but a lot of the times it's just the the when you remove a post, it's uh it's obviously it's we usually just lock stuff. I don't really go out and which I mean, means no comments. Yeah, I shut the comments down, but I leave the the actual post up for for viewing. Mm-hmm. Um, just to give the uh, the op and the people in the discussion, a, you know, say, hey, look, we're not trying to suppress you, we're not trying to suppress your voice, but it's getting a little out of control. 
you know, sometimes it, sometimes we just let it go mm-hmm. and let people get it out, you know, get their 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 emotions or their their thoughts out. But sometimes I can tell right off, as soon as a post is made, I can tell you whether it's going to be good or bad. I mean, it's I could tell right off the bat that what and I know it's it, the best part about that is I know the who's going to post in those posts. So I I mean I have the same group of people doing it all the time. I know who's going to post in that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So. So do you find are you intervening often? No, not as it, I was in the very beginning. Because I wasn't, I didn't, I don't want to say it this way, as a, I didn't know my, the, the audience as well. I mean, it's taken a while to understand the audience itself. You know, I can tell some people just get on there and lurk. But we have a lot of active people in the community mm-hmm. that use that for a lot of good. Oh, yeah. How else would I find out what the best Chinese food in town oh, yeah. is? yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's, that's like a top question every other week. You know, there was a few key instances was there was a little girl that in Wilton, and this is another town that didn't, that I believe was missed, didn't see Santa. Or there was a, there was an issue there and uh, she really wanted to see Santa. And the town came through Milford mm-hmm. for, I believe it was a Wilton residence, uh, resident at the time. And this town came through for a member of that group to make sure that they had a Christmas. Oh, and they learned this through Facebook? And they saying? learned that someone put it out, a call out on the residence page. Oh, that's great. And there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good. There's a, And there's a lot of bad. I mean, I trust me, there's nights where I'm, I'm up till, especially when there's a school debate or a school issue. I'm I was, was going to get to that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm usually up. When stuff like that happens, uh, especially on hot button topics of that, I can be upward. I can be up until... I get up at three. For those that already know, I'm I'm usually up at three a.m. I mean, I was up probably I'd say one o'clock, two in the morning one night, fielding issues, messages, angry messages from both sides. Well, I shouldn't allow this. I shouldn't allow that. I shouldn't allow this. I shouldn't. Allow, it's like, well, I can cut it off completely, mm-hmm. and nobody will have a voice. And I don't like doing that. And it's then I start getting into, well, you favor this person, well, you favor yep. that person. I don't favor anybody. I don't. Yeah, I I do everything I can to stay right down the middle and and moderate a page where everybody has a chance to participate. Yeah, well, that's I mean, I don't want to turn this into a uh, sociology discussion, but you know that that it really comes down to people policing themselves, I believe, because you know you said it's good and it's bad. I mean, the the bad part about social media is is, is well, the good part is that everyone has a platform. And the bad part is that everyone has a platform. So if you if you have a platform, you, you do have a responsibility, I believe, to be responsible in what you post. I mean, you, you can't you can't be a troll. You can't go out there and, and purposely say false things just because you know ten thousand people will hear you. Correct. You know and that that's the problem. That's uh, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I, I get really frustrated with not just that page, but for Facebook. I you know I'm. I'm on it. I don't quit. So I guess that's my uh, that's on me. But sometimes, you know, I see some things on Facebook. And it's like, what's going on? You know, why why do people behave this way? But you're right. It, it's a great way to to meet other people. It's a great way to get a word of you know community events out. That sort of stuff. It'd be a different world without Facebook. And you know, I call them like like the diner discussions, mm-hmm. which is usually when you get you know somebody saying, oh, you know. I saw this person or what's going on in this club or what is going on with this building or what is going on with this. 
you know, and then you get like the little rumors starting. But I've noticed over the past year and a half that there's a you can't really post false stuff on a lot of Facebook groups now because there's always that one person that knows the truth. Mm-hmm. True. There's always one person that knows the truth, and they and they will if they they'll say it. Mm-hmm. They'll point out, well, you know, you're wrong. And, of course, then you get, like, there's always somebody that thinks they're right. but Exactly. You know, <laughs> but, there, like, I told a cabinet once, and I had an interview. They asked me, um, how do I control, you know, out of control or, or keep it level? And it's like, well, you got to have, you have positive, you got to have, you're going to have negative. And in order to keep things running smoothly, you kind of got to have both. Mm-hmm. As much as I hate to say it, as long as you find that happy medium, Everybody, obviously, there's there's always that group of people that don't like one thing, and then there's the other group of people that like that thing. Yeah. So it, it has a tendency, but it, I have it down now that it's balanced. I can get it to be balanced. Yeah, I I think you're right on that page. It is um, for especially things like politics. The, yeah. That that's where I can get out of control with this unbalanced business, um, and I think you do a pretty good job with that. Some of the other things that that happened that I find disturbing is just when people, and I don't know why people would do this, like comment on, you know, I saw so-and-so wandering the streets today, you know, that kind of stuff, talking about individuals they see either on the Oval or, and then then people start talking and speculating about some person that they know nothing about. I just wish that kind of stuff wouldn't happen. And you get get that. And a lot of that stuff I I, I toss away. Mm -hmm. Um, if you know, and, and it's unfortunately it can turn into it, it gets ugly. It's, those things get ugly. I'm not a big fan of that stuff. Most people realize that mm-hmm. by now that it's only going to go so far if I catch it quick enough. I, I'll let some of it go to a point, but if it's you know, especially when you get with the, the automotive, oh, this person cut me off. Oh yes, to and the then, person in blonde. The yeah, blonde. <laughs> yeah. The, this person cut me off. Here's a picture of their the back end of their car and the license plates. Let's shame them. Yeah. I well, know. for one thing, that I never and I've, I always always stress this. How do we know that you weren't the one that that did it first? Right. You know what I mean? How do we know you didn't cause the issue, and this guy is just some random guy going down the street that supposedly cut you off? I mm-hmm. mean, that's the stuff that I. Or, you know, and then you get the – now that everything has a video, now you're getting videos that pop up. Right, exactly. So it's like, okay, let's shame them. Whatever. <laughs> you know, it's like – and that's the type – that's the, the nasty part of social media. Yeah. You're going to get it – Facebook is one thing, but now you're getting – you got have Instagram. you got Snapchat. And I'm not a, I'm not even on Snapchat, so I don't even know what that – I don't even know if there's that type of stuff. Instagram, you get a lot of that stuff. Uh, Twitter, you get Twitter wars going. Mm-hmm. I mean – Facebook is pretty mild, and, and the residence group is actually fairly mild. Yeah, it is considered. It is like all the other town, other town and major cities. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah. it's, but it's a good source of information. Uh, there's a lot that gets put on there. There's a lot of good. I think there's more good than there ever was bad, and it, it definitely keeps me on my toes. How much time do you spend on average? <laughs> uh, that's uh, that, I'm on it a lot. <laughs> It's actually my I spend a lot of time talking to other people mm-hmm. and not just in general about Facebook itself, but I spend a lot of time conversing with people, asking me questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not necessarily on you know, the actual group itself, but people message me all the time. And it's like, do you know what to do about this? What to do about that? 
or where do I go for this or who do I who do I speak to about that? And I'm oh, and I usually put pointing them in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And but I spend probably I'd say on and off during the day, and then real heavily basically up until like ten o'clock at night. Wow, I'm 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 watching, making sure that. There, it's smoothly. I'm not like well, with my finger on the delete button. But well, I, I've been looking for the last hour. You've got your phone no, there, but you haven't I, looked at it. I haven't looked at it. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to give the, <laughs> you know, um, I'm sure when I look, it's not, it's not sitting there going out of control. So yeah. it's, it's a quiet day. When it's nice weather, it's quiet. Yeah. Um, and it's a Sunday morning right now when we're doing this, so it's probably probably fairly calm. So let's see. So what else did I want to ask you about Facebook? Oh, so what do you, what do you think of? You mentioned the school board earlier what do you think about the current school board issues i mean i don't i don't mean i'm not trying to pry to your personal opinions about it but you, you know because this is a good example of something that could potentially get out of control on, on facebook when you have i mean fortunately it's not anonymous but it's a difficult situation right now I think. It, it is it's uh unfortunately it it's it's a sad situation yeah. uh you got two uh two sides that are strong in their opinions uh strong in their beliefs when you get that many people with that much emotion into one room, and it's not even a very big room, to be honest with yeah. you, it has a tendency to, it gets heated. Yeah. Now, I understand it, a lot of people sometimes believe that the school board meetings are, and I and I, they're not, because I've been on, an, I'm on enough boards, and I know how they, and I've been in the BOS, or, you know, I'm at those meetings, uh, like, Recently, I haven't, but I usually have been spending, and you know, I spend all my Mondays there mm-hmm. or every other Monday there. And if I wasn't going there, I've been going to the school board meetings. But a lot of people ha- don't understand that they're not a hearing. Exactly. It's, not, it's not a hearing every time. They're, they're there to, the school board is there to conduct business, and they have an agenda to follow. And how they handle that, you know, obviously is, is how they handle it. Um, they give people a right to speak prior. Or not prior, but in the beginning mm-hmm. and in the end. So there's two public comments, and that's great. I think that it, it benefits the person sitting out in the audience and at home that wants to voice their opinion. But I mean, it, it gets a little out of control. I think my to me, if you want to speak more than three minutes and really question the board, get put on the agenda. Exactly. That's that's my opinion, but that's only because I've been on enough boards to understand how that works. But if everybody forms an opinion train and wants to speak, then that, you know, then they, these things go to like 11 o'clock at night. And the, by 10 o'clock, the, the message is, you know, all the other business is thrown out the window and, and I get it, you yeah. know, and I get the, and I get the people are upset and I get, there's clearly two sides to this situation. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it, it, it'll eventually smooth out. I don't see my opinion that we're probably going to be dealing with this for the rest of the school year. I hope not. I hope not. But it's all it's all contingent on how the school board reacts and how the public reacts and whether or not they can form and be on a level playing field. I, I, I guess I don't I don't have something to compare that to. Yeah. But. It, it needs to get worked out because yep. it, it's definitely a distraction. It's a distraction for the students. It's a distraction for the teachers. It's a distraction for the administration. And 
it's hard to focus. I, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how one feels being in that administrative portion, a teacher, you know, the students are the ones that take the biggest impact of it. Absolutely. That's the, that's the, the bad part. I mean, I mean, I have, I grew everything that you just said. I mean, it's, it's, there's blame on both sides, obviously. I mean, I've got good friends on both sides of this. You know, I, I hear it from both ends and, uh, it, it all comes down to, you're absolutely right about the hearing part. And I think enough people don't understand that. This isn't a First Amendment thing where you get the right to stand up there and say whatever you want to say. It really isn't. I mean, it's a public, it's a public meeting. It's not a public hearing. This, I, don't, I don't think they should do this, but the school board does not even have to take comments. They, Correct. They can, they can say there are no comments. We're not doing anything. That's within their right. Um, I'm, I think they should. I'm glad that they do. The public has to realize that you know you have to let them do their business, and there's other avenues to get your your grievances aired. On the other side, however, the school board has a has a responsibility to you know to run their meetings appropriately. I mean, they they have to be able to navigate these difficult waters, and and I hate to see when it appears they're shooting themselves in the foot. You know, when they're doing Correct. when they're doing things that they don't have to be doing. Correct. Uh, I think a perfect example, great example of this was when they appointed Rick Wood. You know, th- they wanted Rick Wood to be the interim school board member, and it, it's absolutely 100% they're right. That is not a public process. They don't have to ask for public input. If they want somebody, if they want you, if they want me, it's their right to do it. It's, it's in law. But that doesn't mean they have to do it that way. There's no reason why you can't give people the opportunity to talk. If you have five people that are interested in being on the school board, there's no reason why you can't bring them up, talk to them, and then pick Rick Wood. Correct. I mean, it just that that's where my frustration comes with the school board side. I wish I wish they would just I don't want to say play the game, but yeah, that's what play the game. <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't have to be this difficult. No, and that's the same thing with the, the whole super thing. And um, be honest with you, when they, I wanted to be on the committee when I first heard that they were looking for a new super. And then I saw on Facebook, uh, on the residence page, where people were talking about how the process was where uh, people go and they, you know, there's a committee that's formed. Uh, I, I don't know. I think it was like they had some uh, some parents and other people that they form a committee that you know that i don't know i don't remember who picks it i think it's the the school board picks it or something and these people go and they listen to different candidates and i was i wanted to be on that committee and then i found out that they already picked their jessica as a interim super Mm mm-hmm and i was like well that kind of sucks because you know i kind of wanted to see how that process worked Right. And because I'm interested on how that stuff works. So I was, you know, I was bummed. I was kind of bummed out about that. But I was like, oh, maybe that's how that works. They And I and I did talk to Ron about mm-hmm. that uh, way back. Ron Carvel, the yes. school board chair. Yeah, on how, because I, uh, I was voicing my, my complaint. And he explained to me how that works. So I was like, okay. And there wasn't really a, a clear, the, the clear explanation uh, on that was that, they didn't want to to lose the opportunity to get what they feel is a good superintendent for our school system. And I, I don't know enough about the school system or how things work to to form a real opinion on that. 
It's just one of those things that I go with a lot. Apparently, a lot of other people have issues with that. Right. And I and I rightfully so. Yep. Um, yeah. Now, and unfortunately, in that circumstance, it's the superintendent that pays the price. You know, for a hasty process or whatever. Correct. So, which is which is unfortunate, but that kind of goes back to what I was saying that I think if they just, you know, thought through the process a little bit more and things didn't wouldn't have to be this difficult. So I think that both sides of the both sides of this uh, debate can um, behave better for yeah. a lack of a better, uh, and, and I think hopefully they will. Hopefully they will. I think that's all. Do you have anything else about Facebook that that is worth talking about? Just the fact that I haven't looked at it in a while, and I don't know if the group is blowing up. But no, I mean it's it it, it it's definitely a big part of my life. How many uh, ten thousand plus right now? Yeah, we're at ten thousand. Uh, 86, I think it was wow. the last time I looked, and and it's and it's grown. I mean, it goes in spurts. Whatever the Facebook algorithm is, where they you know said join my group type thing. Oh, okay. Um, I don't promote much. Um, actually, I don't promote it at all. It, it you no, know, it's like I said, it's a big part. Of, it, it is a big part of my life right now. Um, it, it I use it for everything, uh, and not just town stuff. I mean, I use it for research and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that from other towns and it's it, it's just one of those things that you know it is what it is but it, it's it's like i said it's a it's a part of my life and you can always see me i'm always looking down at my phone but it's not necessarily all facebook i also <laughs> I, I do twitter too and i also i have a, a a small instagram account so i have a tendency to, to float around that those media platforms so you don't get there's no monetiz- monetization on facebook right you don't get any uh kickbacks for being an admin <laughs> no no <laughs> i don't know at, how that works no no not at all i mean uh would people no i wish i everything i use it um which is really actually if you think about it i'm sure facebook makes money off of this group i'm sure they do right? oh yeah well they have their little ads and and their and their algorithms based yeah, upon exactly so so they're making money somebody off, yeah and it, there's you see the ads in the group and in, in not in our groups, but it's in a space or overlay mm-hmm. where there's they're always somebody's advertising something for somewhere. Yeah, but it's always something there. Yeah, so they're making money off this group. I so mean, I don't think it would be unreasonable if they you know gave a little kickback to admins and now and then. And no, which would be yeah, I wouldn't you know I'd turn it around and give it back to the, the town is <laughs> yeah. what I would do. Um, He's winking at me <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, but I use it too. I do like I've been a lot of the businesses in town. Uh, with Facebook, they give out gift cards. So I do a lot of raffles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do a lot of uh, positive engagement stuff where, like Jade Dragon, they're a big supporter, uh, Pasta Loft, Grill 603. Uh, I do Union Coffee. I mention them a lot. There's a lot of businesses in town that use it for that. Uh, it's, it's free publicity, a lot of advertisement. They, they do a lot of, uh, they'll end up doing uh, gift certificates or whatnot. For 25 bucks, you get a meal. You, I do a, a raffle or whatnot, and um, yeah, somebody gets a dinner out of it. So Yeah, that's great. And it gets the, uh, it's free advertisement for the, well, I guess it's not free because they're giving you the card. Yeah, they're but, giving but it's, a card, but it's, but it's, it's advertisement. So yeah, I mean, if you don't want to, a business, you know, will just throw their daily specials up or whatever, and that's great. Um, and, that's, and it's, it's, if Facebook is Facebook, uh, will it die away someday? Uh, I don't know. There's some. There's always something on the horizon right. where it, 
it'll change. It'll change. It'll be neural implants. We'll yeah, be, they, yeah, exactly. We'll be thinking about what yeah. each other. <laughs> right. Exactly. I'll be insulting other people with my brains. So. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> right. Okay, good. So let's just uh, quickly just talk a little bit more about some of the other things you're doing. What, what other activities you involve in the town besides Pumpkin Festival and Facebook? Um, well, about, I think I'm going on my fourth year, or is it my third year? I think it's my it's my fourth season, I think. Is it? Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember now. It's They all roll in. But uh, because of the – I was in a group argument on the residence page once, and I was actually involved with that argument. And somebody said to me – and I was actually complaining, me. I was actually complaining <laughs> about something. No. And which is rare. And I somebody actually – and I, I know who it is, but I'm not going to say their name. But they uh, – they said, well, why don't you join, why don't you do something about it? Go to a meeting or, or join the committee. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I will. So the thing came up for the budget advisory committee in town. And I was, uh, I talked to Pete Besselier, who is a town moderator who appoints people for the, uh, for the town budget advisory committees for school and the town side. So he called me up after I, because he posted something on the Facebook page, on residence page, that are looking for people. So I spoke to him about it. I put my name in the hat, so to speak. And he called me. That, that kid, like I said, it, it's been a while. So I could, forgive me if it's, it was probably like, I want to say three, four years ago, three years. Yeah, because I wasn't, I wasn't admin yet for the residence page. So it was like, it was a fourth year, it was four years ago. And uh, so Pete was like, calls me up and I talked to him. And I'm like, well, if you can find somebody else, pick them first because I don't know what I'm getting myself into. And that never works. No, you, it you doesn't put work. your name out, you, you're in. <laughs> so, but so I managed to get out of it. Somebody else. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got out of it that year. And I was like, okay, you know, so I'll, I'll go on. And I didn't think much of it. So then he called me again the following year. And I, I talked to him for a little bit. And, uh, you know, my thoughts and how I feel and think I'd be a decent candidate. He's like, and I'm like, well, as again, my, my, I was trying to give myself an out. So I wasn't disappointed. I was like, Oh, if you can't find anybody, just let me know. And I'll, and I'll do it. He's like, well, I can't find anybody else. And I go, he goes, you're it. I'm like, okay, I'm on. So, and that was my, my wife's like, what don't you get into? I don't know. Just the beginning. Just the beginning. (laughs) And I absolutely love that board. The Budget Advisory Committee opens your eyes to if anybody ever wants to join that committee and you want to step in, start getting your feet wet and, and how things work, that is the, the board to do it. Yeah, I agree. I was That was one of the first boards I ever joined and many, many years ago. It's it, you Not only you get an, an idea of what's going on, you hear from all the departments, you see what their budgets are, you see how they operate, you get involved. And mm-hmm. it you understand how things work and, th- and then you start to deal with it. It's like some of the people in the budget advisory committee are amazing people. Mm-hmm. And some of them come in and they join and they become selected. Uh, you know, there's always, that's also like a, a stepping stone right. too, I guess. But it's, it's one of those boards that just, they, it, it, it's great. You know, it, you follow the process from start to finish. Right, exactly. Because you go right through deliberative session. You're involved with that, 
which is a huge in which people don't understand how big the delivery session is. Exactly. You can zero stuff out. You know, if you don't like something, if you get enough people, it, the process And is, you don't need a lot of people because no. you're lucky if 80 or 100 people show up and probably half of those are town employees anyway. <laughs> so, right. So if you if you don't like that sidewalk plow or whatever, you don't get together 15, 20 of your friends, you can, you you can could, defeat it. You could defeat it. Yeah. But people don't understand that. Yeah. And, they sh- and they should. And every year I try to tell people to get to these things to see what it's like. Even the budget and bond, which is this is the first year that I, I started um, doing video casts mm-hmm. from Facebook Live. And I figured it's a but I started doing Facebook Live to try to draw people in. And I actually sat there and I wasn't going to do it. But for the last deliberative session, I had the equipment, but I didn't bring it. I just I used my actually used my phone to try to go uh, Facebook Live it for the people on the residence page to give people an idea on how that works. It's interesting you said that because the very, very first meeting ever broadcast on Granite Town Media was a uh, budget advisory committee meeting for that same reason. When we were planning it, this was 10 10 years ago, whatever it was, when we were planning it, trying, you know, when we're going to go live, we're trying to decide what's the right thing to do with like uh, selectmen. No, no, budget committee. That's that's the thing to to do. And And we did all the budget committee meetings. And not all meeting, not all boards are exciting. The budget advisory committee board, the, the meetings are actually, uh, besides budget and bond, and deliberative session, like every other town and town meeting, they can be pretty boring, right? Um, unless there's hot button topics like the school side. One of the best things about the budget advisory committee is that everybody gets along. Everybody, you can voice your opinion, and they listen. Yeah, absolutely. I've learned so much about the from the people on that board because I went in not knowing anything. I knew enough about how things work that I could make good decisions. But learning from them was is was amazing, and I and I it's my favorite board. And if I had, I I love it. Yeah, no, I agree. And the other real benefit of that is, is, and you did allude to it, is that you get to know all the players because the, you know, like the fire chief, chief himself will come in and explain Correct. why he wants to have a new truck or a new, you know, piece of equipment. The, you know, everyone will come in themselves, so you'll get to know the people, and and you get to know their justification because a lot of times you don't you don't hear the justification. No, you know, you just get, okay, it's time for a new dump truck, but like. You know, what about the truck that's being replaced? What are you going to do with it? Why can't Correct. you? Know, and you get the whole story. So and you can ask those questions. Yeah. You have the ability to ask those questions. Yeah. You can sit there and ask those department heads, why do we need that? Mm-hmm. Why didn't we go for this one? Why can't we go for that one? What's the difference between the two? Why did we? Why did you guys choose that one over this one? Yep. Depends on whatever it is. And those are questions that you're never going to really ask. I mean, you could ask it at a deliberative session, but you usually don't. No, because— And, and certainly the voters aren't going to ask that question. No, because the, the process is already that far along. Right. And, But that's what sucks when people don't understand that the deliberative session is two parts of the SB2, set, the way it's set up. The town, you know, the town, that's how it operates, and it's two parts. Mm-hmm. And there's deliberative session, and then there's voting. And the deliberative session, that's I mean, that, that's where the, the discussion, that's where you, you can make changes. Correct. Uh, and it's really fascinating. Sometimes, last year, you were there, last year, had the debate about MacBase, which is still going on still now. Still going on. Still going on now. But we had this one debate, and it actually, 
boiled down to like an $80,000 warrant article, but we discussed that for like four hours. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, it was a long day. Crazy. We have a $14 million budget, and it goes through like that. Yeah, yeah. But then it's like $80,000, you know, for a Mac basic, you know, study, and it goes on for four hours. It's But it, it it's it's great because that shows you, you know, what's what's important to people. Yeah, and there's there's a lot of people that there is people that there were this year's or this last the previous uh, delivery session was probably the first one that I went to, the first one I ever attended. It was kind of it was straightforward. It was quick. There wasn't anything that was there wasn't any hot button topic. But because we had the the solar this year, right, which was the other hot topic, and then we had. The Mac base. So there was two that were that were getting uh, that were put through or being talked about to be put through. So there was a lot more involved this year than there has been previous years that I've been around for. Um, And it's and it's a great process. And because of the budget advisory committee being on that committee, it's only from October to well, the end of September was the first year we did it. But then uh, from basically the beginning of October to March mm-hmm. or deliberative session, February. Right. And I needed something to fill that void because I got addicted to town stuff. Mm-hmm. I did. It was it became an addiction because I was constantly looking through books, looking through stuff from years ago. I mean, I'm trying to catch up on all this information of who said what 10 years ago that affected today. Or somebody said this or this something passed 15 years ago that affects this warrant article today or yep. this purchase or possible purchase. So I'm going back through. Brock's property is a perfect example yeah, of that. Exactly. Yeah. And all the and it's and I hate to say it but it's history. The mm-hmm. Brock's property has history from the day the citizen said yes to purchase it to now. Even today it's an I don't want to say it's an ongoing battle. It, it is. But it is. <laughs> it is. It's 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 and I haven't watched last Monday's selectmen's meeting yet, but neither I have I. I've, but I've under, I understand I, I should watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I was told to also, and it's it's but it's one of those things in town that I, who knows when that's ever going to be resolved. I yeah. don't know, but it's something to watch. Yeah, and it's something that you you want to pay attention to to find out. I mean, I, well, I hopefully I'll be alive when the outcome when they when you know when something happens there. You know where it's but. We'll have to wait and see. But because of that void of only being from October to February, I needed something else <laughs> to fill that void, which going back, I someone I was looking at zoning board. It was either zoning board or planning board. And I decided I was like, uh, I talked to Robin Lund, who I think was the assistant planner, I planner think, at something. the time. Yeah. And so she said, you know, I met with her union coffee and she told me one board or the other and she's explaining them. And so I was like, oh, zoning board doesn't seem too bad. So I was like, well, I'll go with zoning board. So I went in a couple of meetings and to see how it was, it was, what it was like. So I, was like, All right, well, I guess I will. I'll give it a shot. Again, I fell in love with zoning board <laughs> because it's like there's all these aspects of town planning that fall into uh, into place by your decisions mm-hmm. oh exactly a lot of people don't realize how much power the planning board and the zoning board which are are not elected positions actually they could be but they they're could not be. they're not they're not Th- those two committees have uh a lot of power and you know it i hate to say it this way either but it's you you can change 
you can change history of zoning and what goes there. You can change the history from the of town's perspective on that level of what could be potentially be there. You know, Mm -hmm. zoning and the same with planning board and it it gets you know it's one of those sticky things. But then I went from zoning board and then someone mentioned about traffic safety committee and I'm like, okay, what's that about? And it's like, oh, well, you know. Whatever the, the board of selectmen, they can't figure something. Not in the term they can't figure something. Right. They can't, you know, they don't. They don't have the expertise. Expertise. Right. They refer it to the traffic safety committee, and then we do the research, and then yeah. we go, we, we present forth uh, our findings, and then that helps the, the BOS make a, a better decision. And oh, someone's looking in the window. I know a few people have <laughs> been looking in the window as they walk it's by. Funny, it's funny, yeah. We're broadcasting in a window, in a window. Look, overlooking the oval. Exactly. <laughs> so that board itself, it, it, the traffic board, it, is one of the things that it's just a small committee that makes an impact, you know. Even though we only meet like twice a year, it seems. Yeah. Um, it's it's just one more committee that is is another resource. Right. It's, import, it's an important committee because committee – uh, issues that go to the traffic safety are obviously traffic issues, or but things like in the past, I know there have been issues with whether or not a particular road should be one way or not. Correct. And, they, and that would because the board of selectmen at that point it's just opinions, so you don't want opinions. You know, you want someone to actually go and and figure out you know what what the requirements are for one way streets and that sort of stuff. Or yeah. same thing with stop signs. If you want to, you don't want to willy nilly put up a stop sign somewhere. Uh, you want, or if it, 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 things are displayed properly, or there's the crosswalks going the right, you know, is the right placement of the with direction of the crosswalk, or in, in, which I have some issues with, but we'll discuss. That yeah, there's a few that I've noticed too. <laughs> it's just, just to touch on the, you know, the committees, it, it, being part of town, being involved in town as much as I am, which takes up a massive amount of time, more time, and then now that I started doing the video Facebook Live. So I started going to town functions and town events that I'm not really technically a part of when I started doing recording school board stuff, going Facebook Live for school board stuff. Uh, took some time out of my day to uh, do Facebook Live for the, the Pride event oh, that they the, had. Yeah, over here on the on the Oval. And, and small stuff like that. And I, like, I did some stuff to try to highlight uh, the Memo Foundation, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Brandon, and try to get involved with, you know, bring that type of stuff up front that people may not see about. And that's, and I got more and more involved with a lot of that stuff. Now I've also do the roadside roundup in the spring. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah. I do the You started that. Started. I kind of, well, Mitt kind of did that at one point. Right. And they ended up stopped doing that. So I kind of picked that back up just because there seems to have been a need for it. And I'll tell you, one thing, last year it was it was kind of cold and damp and rainy in the morning. And I was like, there's nobody going to show up for this. I'm going to be sitting here with the, I call it the dog park people, which is uh, Kristen and her husband, that group uh, that are trying to get a, a spot, you know, raise funds. They're a 501 that they're raising funds to build us park somewhere in town. In dog park. Dog park. Right. And so they're there helping out, and it's great that they're there because they usually they usually like sometimes offer raffles, they give stuff away. But it's also, I'm not sitting there by myself either, right. which is kind of nice. I uh, get someone to talk to. And last year, I was surprised that people even sh- showed up because it was just miserable. Mm-hmm. It was cold. It was rainy. 
It's the end of April. And I found out, like, I think it was Sertronics had a group of people out. Um, there was people down here on the Oval cleaning up the Oval. There was a, I had a lot of people last year that actually came out. And mm-hmm. I was amazed that I was so ecstatic there was that many people that got involved as opposed to just complaining about it yep, on yep. social media, whatever platform. And, and that's great. They came out to help. And it was it was awesome. Then we have pizza supplied by Pasta Loft. Pasta mm-hmm. Loft pitched in. And everybody that wanted pizza come back at 11 o'clock. When we were, or what time did I? I think I went to one that year, mm-hmm. well, last year. And come back around noon. And uh, we had pizza at noon supplied by the Pasta Loft. It was great. And it was a great time. That's great. And, you know, just as we're sitting here, I mean, look at the oval. Yep. Oh, it's good. It's happening. It's a beautiful day. Yeah. There's people out and about. It's about 10 o'clock, I think, right yeah, now. It's Sunday 10, morning. Yeah, it's Sunday morning. And this town is beautiful. It's, it's just it's an awesome town to, to, to be a part of. Uh, the whole process all the way through, I urge anybody that has a chance to get involved on any level whatsoever, do so. Mm-hmm. Because the town will benefit from it, and you'll benefit from it. Yep. And, Absolutely. You know, I've had people question, oh, what's your next step? What's your next step? And I, I don't really have a next step because I got Pumpkin Festival that is, like, right there in front of me. And We do have a seat on the Board of Selectmen yeah, coming up, I hear. Uh, there's two. Are there two? Who, who's up this? Uh, Mike uh, Mike, and Laura. Laura. Okay. And I don't know. I don't know if. I don't think. I, I don't know. We, yeah, we don't know we, who's we don't running it. Who's running it or not. And. You know, I've, I've multiple people have asked me, multiples, and I haven't quite decided. I mean, at one point I was like, yeah, you know what, maybe I would, and then I'm like, ah, no, maybe I won't. It's still kind of up in the air if I I would want to do that. I mean, it's another three year commitment, mm-hmm. which I have no problem doing. It's just whether or not the other things that I would have to give up, which would probably be I have to 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 leave the pumpkin festival. Mm-hmm. Probably admin for a Facebook page and would be unfair. I, I'd give up budget advisory committee, and I'd have to give up all those the boards that I'm on. And I, I absolutely love the boards that I'm on, but it, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I mean, I'll, uh, as you know, I was a selectman for six years, and I would say, and and I've considered doing it again someday. You know, probably not till I retire or something. But I will say the one thing about being on the board of selectmen, it's I would say that's probably my least favorite board and committee and i've probably been on every single committee in this town at one time or another you know because the selectmen it's it truly is almost the definition of a thankless job i mean very literally people don't stop you i mean some people but rarely will stop you and say thank you for what you're doing the only time they call you is to complain about something you know yeah i know what that's like (laughs) yeah and and where that's not true on the budget committee and that's not true on the recreation commission all these other committees you know people truly so it you got to kind of have to go into it with a little bit of a tempered expectations because sometimes it can get i found it sometimes a little bit stifling uh when all you hear is the negativity but i think you should run i think you do a great job well like i said we'll see i mean i don't i'd have to give up a lot yeah you know, but on the other hand, then you you become a selectman's rep for all those other committees. So correct. You, so you just keep going to the yeah, meeting. exactly, exactly. And it, so I mean, it's like I said, it's one of those things. I, I got I have a little bit of time to think about it. I yeah. have a little bit of time to think about it. Yeah, and if anyone else is interested in, in running, I, I I forget the uh, the dates for open filing. I think it's January, late January. I think it is. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Usually they put a call out. 
still. Yeah, you know, maybe now that I think about this, maybe I'll have a podcast maybe with the town clerk or something right before then and talk about the positions and what positions. Actually, that's a good idea. Now that yeah, I think about this, have what the different positions are and, and what are open and, and um, what the expectations would be. We'll do that the first week in January or something around that. So. Do you have anybody lined up for um, – I think it would be good to have somebody lined up to – like Pete, did you, did you, didn't you have a plan to do Pete? Oh, for for a podcast, yes. Yeah, Pete, Pete, I'm going to have Pete on soon. I've been waiting because I'm hoping his should probably be closer to the election. Yeah, because I think it'd be great if he could get on and explain the voting process. Yeah, and because I've been, that's another thing too, (laughs) not to jump on it, but I've I've also I've been I've been allowed to step in for the selectman when the a selectman is running for re-election at the polls at the polls right so i got a chance to be a whole part of that process too last year and i believe like the year before on some of the things so so i've been doing it at the polls working the polls i worked for two years so far yeah and uh for general elections and whatnot and totally glued to that i mean it's (laughs) it's fun i actually have an absolute blast and you've been there i've been at every election start to finish for years now i'm on the checklist i'm supervisor correct so and that's and I, I I enjoy it. That's that's fun. It's a great day. Yeah, it is. And you get to learn the process with that it, too. And it's it's not like a statewide process. So it's really interesting Correct. how that all works. Um, and yeah, you know, you're right about Peter. So I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna talk to him about that and and get Joan Dargy, town clerk, in yep. as well, because uh, she's she's heavily involved in uh, implementing the new electronic checking. Correct. The the laptops. So yep. I'm not I'm not sure we're gonna be able to do that at the primary. Uh, but that's still up in the air. Yeah. Yeah, good. So let's see. Anything else that you uh, can think of that you want to talk about, Wade, before we no, I, wrap I'm, this one up? I'm pretty good. I'm surprised that we went. Uh, how long was We've that? We've got like two hours. Two I was, hours. I was, I was what? like, <laughs> yeah, I can talk. I can tell you. I have no problem talking. I was trying to decide, you know, like I told you, which whether this was going to be in which podcast. And I think I'm going to split this up. Might in, have to in do two-part series. Two-part two <laughs> series or maybe even three, depending on subject yeah, matter. Yeah, right. Different exactly. Subject matter. exactly. So we'll do it. All right. Thank you to everybody for listening today. Our theme music was written and performed by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on the Apple Podcast app, SoundCloud, Google Music, or most of the major podcasting apps. Or you can stream this directly from Granitetown Media's podcast page at MilfordNewHampshire.gov. As always, we welcome any and all feedback or suggestions you may have for future episodes. We invite you to go to Granitetown Media's Facebook page or leave us a comment on our podcast page at soundcloud.com. Thank you again for listening, and we hope you join us again for a future episode of Inside Milford. Thank you.